there, I had to forward myself the, the link that you texted so I could get it on an email so I could access it through my computer. You got to do both. <laughs> you can be a big boy and figure out how to get it on your computer. I was in a hurry. I just barely got back to my house. So I barely I made it in time. Isn't there some sort of messages for web? That's what I use. Of... Uh, for Android? Yeah, if you have an Android, it's easy to do. iPhone great. SE 2020. Don't ask me about iPhone. How's everyone doing? Good. Did you really want me to post it on Facebook? Because no one else is going to come. Let's be honest. I just did. Post it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's the consistency. Good. <laughs> Sean's got his fan going. It's not icy anymore, huh? No. We've got the air conditioner on today. I know. Oh, is Paul coming? Do you know Anthony? I didn't text him today. So I don't know. I don't know if this was the one if this was the one to have him jump back in on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised any of you guys even showed up for this one. It was painful. I watched you guys have a lot kids. to say, don't you? I watched, yeah, it, I watched with it with my kids. I watched it with my whole family. Um, you know, I can find enjoyment in just about any movie. The, the main thing I will say is I don't want to hear a single negative comment about Bright Star again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As far as the least enjoyable to watch i think jason picked it whoa 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 you slow down all right <laughs> there was way I, too much like uncomfortable making out and my kids were just like cringing the whole time they did not like that <laughs> <laughs> so what's up guys anything happened over the last month Anything new? <laughs> Same old. And I got my first vaccine shot. Nice. Yeah, Congrats. all four of all four of my parents and in-laws are vaccinated now, and Jan is vaccinated. So I'm kind of the lone man out. Should we watch? Well, should we talk about this movie and then talk about Murder Among the Mormons? Netflix. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. You haven't? I watched it. I'm prepared. <laughs> Me and Rachel watched it together, and <clears throat> I was really into it. And then I got really sad at the end. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think I like true crime, but then it, and then it's like. This is real. Yeah, <laughs> no, like a... <laughs> I got the same impression because that one, it, like I've known about that whole situation, like researched it probably a couple times in my life. But like hearing all the interviews and stuff, it's like, oh, like this is a real guy that killed real people. 
And they're showing like the dead bodies after the explosions yeah. and like it's, it's not yeah, I mean it's it got sad. I was like, oh I thought I was gonna be really into it. And I I was at first, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I don't like murder mysteries. Or not murder mysteries. I like murder mysteries. I just don't like true crime murders. From the makers of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I get the same way with the Chad and Lori Daybell case. Like last year, I was really into that. Um, and like, what are all these preppers doing and all these crazy beliefs and reincarnation and possession by demons and things like that. And then they found the kid's remains so, so at Abel's farm. And I'm like, so oh, sad. well, this turned into be some kooky story into just like a tragedy. And it was just like, I guess I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you guys are talking about with this other one. I'm not I don't follow everything that you guys follow. Oh, look it up. Lori Valley. Like number one or number two trending on Netflix. Hmm. There's something on Netflix about it. Which one? Oh, the oh this no I'm not the about. second story. That, I heard about more, the Mormon one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. No, this other one. It was just because it was Mormon or Mormon adjacent. Um, uh, were they, were they in Idaho? Is that where they yeah. were? Yeah. Yeah. Probably shouldn't should probably start questioning yourself if you think your children have been like replaced by a demon. There's a lot of red flags and a lot of dead ex-husbands. It's a crazy story. You should follow it. Look it up. Lori Vallow. But don't. Sounds like it'd make me paranoid or something. The kids are dead. It was fun when I thought the kids possibly were alive in a bunker somewhere. And then it wasn't fun. It was tragedy. How are you doing, Will? I'm ready to talk about something fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Bright Star. <laughs> ah, gross. <laughs> no, my kids, well, there were some good chuckles and some laugh out loud kids liking things, but then they were like, walk out of the room when things are getting awkward. It's a lot of walk. Like running away. Like Lawrence does a lot of running away mid movie. Peter does that too. Peter's <laughs> eight, almost nine, and he's terrified of every movie. Like <laughs> if it's if it's nighttime in a movie, even if it's like a happy Disney cartoon, he thinks that something bad's gonna happen and somebody's gonna die and he runs out of the room. Like he is <laughs> terrified of movies, except his favorite movie that he watches on repeat is Godzilla King of the Monsters. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, this one, he kept running out of the room whenever there was kissing or whenever there was like a night scene or whatever. So that's fun. That's funny. All right. Well, play the trailer and then we'll talk about it, I guess. Okay. Here we go. Let me share. Unless anybody else has any news or updates. Uh, I don't think I shared my audio in
can't do that. I'm a bardladen, okay? Slang and singing is what I do. That's an alternative reality game. Epic. If you want this job, you need to stand out. Prove to me you can lead people. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let's do it. Why don't you go join another guild? Stop picking apart my narrative in some desperate attempt for attention. I figured out how I'm gonna get the job at Warlock. I'm creating a utopia for gamers. Welcome to Unicorn City. You are now quite literally your characters. And through them, we shall create a utopia. I want to create a love interest for Roshana to experience for the duration of this campaign. And I really like the idea of her falling in love with your character. Magmauled with celibate. We can work around that. Do you ever really want to be with him? You need to do something risky. A challenge has been made for the leadership of Unicron City. I'm gonna club you like a baby seal. It's like a geek breeding ground. We gather strength and charge! That hurt so bad. Win a party or what? Okay. Can I start off? You have to. With, why, did, why did you pick this movie? Why? I picked, okay. So this movie, like nobody knows about this movie, right? Like this is like a nobody movie. Um, for some reason, back in the day when it was when it was released, uh, 2012, um, Karen saw some like Facebook post of like a local free screening of some movie that we knew absolutely nothing about like we hadn't even heard of it we did there was no trailer for it they just said we're doing a local screening it's free to go we're like cool we got nothing going on tonight let's go do that and so we went and and we just had a fun time it was a fun ridiculous movie but it was just fun and and we've loved it ever since we bought the dang dvd um and and we've so shown it. it you like put in the dvd no we streamed it this time it I, I don't I, the no, dvd okay. player is not hooked up anymore <laughs> i haven't used a dvd in a while but um we just had a lot of fun with it and you know it's not a good movie it's i picked this movie so that we couldn't have some weird intellectual conversation <laughs> about nonsense i picked this movie to have just a conversation about nonsense not an intellectual conversation about nonsense um now i should preface this with i am not into this stuff like at all um but i still really enjoyed the movie it was still really fun that's why i picked it great i saw I it in 2013 or 20 i saw it in riverdale so whatever year that was I lived there for three years, one of them. And I think it was on Netflix back then. Um, and I remember not hating it and just 
but I wasn't like judging it like I was this time. <laughs> yeah. And no, I think we, my sense of humor and the times has changed a lot since the early teens. Yes. Uh, Things the are different times now. have changed. <laughs> yes. Any judgments I have for the movie, it's not because it was about um, Dungeons of Dragons types games and live action role playing. Like I didn't, I don't have like any criticism of that. Like, um, and some of the things like I genuinely uh, like chuckled at for whatever reason, the first time when the two cops are like trying to herd everybody. Like, <laughs> I just thought that was so ridiculous. Like when they just have their arms out and like all these live action role players are like moving <laughs> back and forth. Like, um, and the when he says his character's celibate and she says, we can work around that. That's one of the better lines in the movie. Yeah. So yep. yeah, it's, it's not that there weren't things that I enjoyed in I it still was, love the movie after all these years. It was fine. It's not a good movie, but I still enjoy it very, very much. The first time I saw it was with uh, Jason. He showed it to me. That was probably when you just got it, right? When we bought the DVD, yeah. And I thought it was really funny back then, but I think now watching it recently, it's uh, even more funny for me because I'm so ingrained in that culture. <laughs> That was, that's great that was one of my notes i say question for will does larping in real life make this movie more or less enjoyable and i guess it's more <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're actually planning um like a weekend camp out this summer with a bunch of larpers there it is pretty much exactly like the movie there are some so, sight gags. I like this. There's some good physical comedy and sight gags. The the script I thought was horrible, but I mean, <laughs> he walks over and goes to rhubarb's cooler chest and opens up the back to wash his hands. <laughs> I think anything with rhubarb I really liked. Rhubarb was my favorite. He was great. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I. It, it's just a fun, silly, quotable movie for me. Like me and Karen will, will quote silly, silly stuff out of it. I just like it. So you watched it with Karen again, mm -hmm. and it still still holds up. You watched it like every other year or so. Oh uh, no, it's been a little while since we've seen it, but we still like it. What about you, Anthony? Did you just watch it solo, or did you yeah, guys watch it? I, I was gonna watch it today. But then I woke up at like three in the morning and couldn't sleep. And so, so I just turned it on real quick. <laughs> Instantly fell morning. asleep. <laughs> no, I, no I, I watched it all the way through in the middle of the night. I could have been cut down. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. And an hour in, I pushed pause. I'm like, oh, there's another 40 minutes of this. <laughs> Yeah, it watching watching that trailer, it was like, oh yeah, this is everything I wanted out of the movie. They should have just <laughs> cut it down to two minutes. So uh, why didn't they bring food? Well, you're gonna take food when you go up to the mountains, right? I think so. 
you think they're the most responsible of humans in the world? No, I, I, I don't think they... Are you talking about LARPers? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. In general. Have you seen Will? Yeah, we you freaked me. Well, I want to know... I want to know your perspective so much based on this. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. the, the floor is yours for like... Because you're, right. you're not the traditional LARPer, right? Walk us through well, it. Okay, this is, it's funny because my version of LARPing came from the guy who produced this movie. So it, it is a unique way of LARPing, but it's it's very uh, synonymous with what you guys saw. Um, so the, the executive producer is Ken Brett Schneider, and he, um, he created Evermore. And we talked about that last time, I think. Uh-huh. He's yeah, they- also the CEO of Digicert. Which is why Digicert is referenced a few times in the That's movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also that. owns uh, The Void and The Grid. I don't know if you've heard of those. Um, one's like a race car track. It's like the biggest race car track in America. Um, is it fun? It sounds been. great. Is sounds it awesome. Is it go-karting? Yeah, yeah, go-karting. Is it's it like in... multiple stories. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. That place looks really cool. Yeah. And then the Void is like a VR experience where they have it like in a warehouse and you're actually like walking upstairs with like a, uh, a portable like augmented yeah. reality, yeah. virtual reality thing. Well, those both sound really cool. Yeah. But um, Evermore. And then he made Evermore. And he made Evermore. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the way that Evermore is different than typical LARPing is uh you know usually you're just doing it with your friends you have the foam swords and it's all centered around like war and that's it um evermore it's obviously a professional production and it's it's a lot more like uh story based you've got like 70 actors in the park that are dressed up as different characters and as you come every week you get to know them a little more uh, you can even affect the story if you come often enough. Uh, they'll have you going on quests, little quests, and they'll have. Did you have to pay to get into Evermore when it was around? Yeah. How much was it to get into the park? Um, it would range anywhere from like fifteen dollars at its cheapest to like thirty dollars at its most expensive. Um, usually in the summer, it's more expensive. But uh, there's a bunch of us that went every single week, and we got immersed big time um now it's closed so that's sad. And we're trying to in? do this on our own there's it like gated off <laughs> what's that could you sneak in sneak in i don't think so <laughs> um, it, are there tunnels no no <laughs> tunnels. <laughs> if there were i'd find them <laughs> um he wouldn't tell us either <laughs> Uh, let's see. So now that Evermore's closed, though, we, as fans, like we've tried to keep things like it going. So we're kind of doing the LARP in the park thing ourselves, but it's more of like uh, story based. So we did one last weekend where we had some actors come, and we have guilds, and we just do it in a park. We dress up, and we have games. So when you say you had actors, does everyone pitch in some money and then you pay these yeah. actors? Yeah, we charged everyone 10 bucks to come. 
so we pay them. So are you like on the who's in charge? <laughs> are you on the committee? Yeah, we have a, a council. I'm the chairperson. We've got oh, nice. like 12 or 13 people on the council, each with their own responsibilities. And, and then we have like uh, 250 people in the group, but only like 100 show up. Uh-huh. Um, no, there only are 100. That Evermore's opening back up. So. Only 100 show up. <laughs> that seems That's like a lot of people. it's unmanageable. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this last time? Like, I don't think I could get a hundred people to show up to anything. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Pretty amazing. I don't know a hundred people. That's it's a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, so this movie, like us going, you know, what they wanted to do was take the game from being on a table to going out and actually being their characters. That's exactly the drive for us. Like we want to, we want to be our own characters and actually affect the story, like D so did you start with um, on a play game, game board then? Did you play like with characters yeah, and cards well, and like, dice? Before Evermore, I was into D and D, and it's a blast. Have you guys ever played? No. I have a group I, of friends that wants to start a group that we haven't done it yet. I played once, and that's not really enough. It was me and Carrie and Carrie's friend Janae. So it was like three of us, all of us first timers. So it was enough to kind of know the mechanics of the game, but not enough to like really enjoy it or build characters or anything like that. I watch Stranger Things, and that's as close <laughs> as I got. I've been trying to get Jason to. Play. No, you. We played once. Did we really? Yeah, you, my wife, and your wife. That's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, the D and D is a blast. I love it. Um, D and D was created by Wizards of the Coast. Not to be confused with Warlocks of the Beach, as <laughs> as it's portrayed in the movie. So there's a bunch of inside jokes that went completely yeah. over our heads. Then you're like, "Oh, I get it. They're being clever." <laughs> right. Um, I think something that the movie uh, really nails, that really talks about, I guess, is a concept called character bleed. Uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of that, but it's a, a thing in role play where you have to separate your real self from your character. And so you can't be romantic. You can't be offended if someone kills you. Uh, and the whole movie is just about that bleed back and forth. And obviously the more immersive the experience is, the harder it is to separate the two. Is there any uh, method actors amongst the uh, LARPers? Yeah. Well, maybe not a, a m- amongst the fans, but like the, there's actual actors at the park, right? And so a lot of them, they really get into it. So they don't get like, they don't come out of character. They're just like in character the whole, all the time. All the time, yeah. And it's weird because like I see them every single week and uh, well, I used to. And you get right. to build this friendship with them. Yeah, with their character. And then, like, uh, you find out they're completely different in real life, and it's kind of heartbreaking. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like meeting your hero. Yep. (laughs) Do do you, I'm sure, like, uh, there are, like, this one was a little more straightforward, right? Because they didn't 
the main characters didn't have significant others really really to speak of um but do people get in trouble like with romances and stuff oh like, yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's really embarrassing but these people i know they uh there's one guy he's married in real life and he got married to another girl at evermore like the characters the their characters got married their characters got married and that's definitely crossing the line but that uh, most people can agree even in our community can agree that's taboo What happened to his real life? I don't know. I okay. never asked. <laughs> oh, but don't worry. They got divorced in character, so. Oh, well, yeah. You got to bring that into the story arc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the legal proceedings, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> got to pay some elf. <laughs> Keep on going, Will. What's what that? else did you see? Any in, inside information? What else did you? What else was brought up? I just, that like, I just love how intense they get about their characters. Like I feel it. I uh, I feel the same way. When you're uh, when you're on a quest, it feels real, and you just wanna. You really get angry, and you really get happy. You know, it's 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 hard to separate real life with with playing a character sometimes. Do you know any villains? Like uh, people yeah. that you hate? Like oh, yeah. Bad, like the bad guys? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're not all friends? Yeah, and yeah. Even when they would... So the actors would sometimes come back and play different characters. Uh-huh. And it's hard to remember that the bad guy was the last character and not the new character. <laughs> Have you been the bad guy? No. He's a pirate. Of course he's the bad guy. (laughs) He's a lovable rogue, I assume. (laughs) Yeah. So when I saw the movie and they were up in the meadows of Alpine or wherever they were, I could just think of all the hay fever that I would have gotten up there. And it was really uncomfortable, actually. I'm like, oh no, it's early summer in Utah. I could just feel the burn right now in the back of my nose and eyes. Honey, get the flow nice. That was probably my favorite thing about the movie was they chose some really pretty places to shoot. And it made me really homesick for Utah. And I think, I mean, probably somebody who knows what they're talking about would like criticize it for being the colors all oversaturated, but I thought it was really pretty with all like the green places they were shooting. Like I thought it worked. Yeah. They made it extra green. Mm -hmm. I liked it when they got into the fake news van and then drove out like next to Utah Lake or wherever they were. (laughs) Like there's no way he's walking back. (laughs) West desert. (laughs) Yeah, there, there was some quick hiking that happened in all situations. Yeah, they all sudden like they're in a neighborhood and they're like, all right, let's walk up with holding our sleeping bags and the next thing you know, they're in the meadow. Yeah. Well, also like we're meeting at the like fourth and State Street, but then they were like out in the middle of nowhere when they actually <laughs> <laughs> We all know that State Street is uh is a, a legitimate street usually. <laughs> My kid's favorite part was when the car was the monster 
Yes! <laughs> they had the fishing line with a bottle rocket and casting I the spell that. and went into that monster. Like how he was talking was so good. With the tongue? Yeah, the tongue that comes out. I love that. That was my favorite yeah. scene. They loved it. Uh, we did something like that recently. We did a giant pinata. Um, and we all Wait, just... what? Will, you did a giant pinata? <laughs> We, we brought it up into the forest with us and we just ripped it apart. Uh, just FYI, Will does a giant pinata every year for Halloween. And by giant, I mean like nine feet tall giant. Ten feet. Ten, Ten feet. feet. Sorry. Sorry. Didn't you do a Stranger Things creature one time in your yeah. basement or something? Yeah. I remember seeing that on Facebook. And was in impressed. his giant garage, he did a Stranger Things one. Mm-hmm. Was it a demogorgon? Yeah. Well, I did that one year, and then two years later, I did the uh, the giant blood monster in the last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. Well, I'm just gonna go through my list then because Hold on. I want to hear some more fun facts from Will. Will you? <laughs> this is like the best thing ever. Yeah, more inside <laughs> jokes than anything. <laughs> What else, Will? About what? What do you want to know? You're watching the movie. What are some insights? Like, you know the producer? Do you know any actors? Do you oh, know yeah, any yeah. Do that were in well, there? Actually, okay, yeah, yeah. The executive producer was actually in the movie. He was with his family and dressed as a pirate at the very end when they're at the park. And it's like okay. the uh, neutered version of what they actually wanted. I saw that. Do you know where that park was with that amphitheater? Yes, it's in. It's right by the uh, uh, Mount Tipanogos Temple, and it's oh, amazing. The American Fork Amphitheater. It's an amazing park, and the scene where she's she's riding the the lawnmower in her dress and elf ears. Uh, that I love that park because right behind her, those those bushes, there's a bunch of bunny rabbits everywhere, like black and white bunny rabbits. And Hunter loves going there and chasing the dang bunny rabbits. It's a great park. We did our Christmas uh, pictures there, and Evelyn kept chase- chasing the bunny rabbits into the bushes as well. It's such a great park. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, Clancy, he was the roommate, or was he a brother? I don't know. Yeah, that one. He, um, he plays a dwarf at Evermore. Really? Yeah. Is that Matt Matson? Yeah, Matt Matson. Yeah, he was a, a Mormon actor in like Singles Ward, and I think he was, was like a, a, a stand-up for a little bit too. He was like Mormon famous in those in the comedy circle. I remember Matt Madsen from when I was okay. at BYU. Well, he's great. He's a nice guy. Very musically talented too. His brother, that's like mean to him most of the movie. What has that guy been in? Because I like recognize the fish taco guy. Yeah. Uh, he's an alias, and that's all I got. <laughs> he seemed really familiar to me, too, but I looked through his IMDb and didn't see anything I recognized from. Maybe he just has one of those faces. Or maybe he was at BYU with all of us. He saw him at the Cougar Eat or too. something. Yeah. I know just alias. Uh, no, he was in Gone in 60 Seconds, evidently. Oh. He's probably one of the guys. Like he was in The Rock. 
he's not like BYU adjacent. He's just an actor. I don't know. Because they got Uncle Rico to be the bad guy. Yeah. And he was fine. I liked his ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> and how he was into healing magnets. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Do you know anybody else? Any other extras? Will? No. Do you recognize? Just those. It was too long ago that it was filmed. Yeah. Where they just got actors instead of real LARPers. Well, that's fun. This is great. This, these are great insights. I'm not going to watch it again, but it makes me appreciate <laughs> it more. <laughs> It was just so many slope spots. Uh, they could have they could have edited it a little bit more, um, and they could have punched up some of the awkward dialogue. Well, I, I think I think it was just the one guy. He had help writing it, but he like directed it and edited it. And I read an interview of him, and apparently he's not like a filmmaker in any way. Like he graduated in illustration. I think he minored in film. He's like a designer for video games. He's an artist, but not. I mean, I guess he's a filmmaker. He made a film. Like it kind of makes sense that like the main character. No, just the like the guy behind the movie. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he acted in it. Right. But um, yeah, it kind of makes sense that. I mean, if the one person who doesn't really know how to do all this stuff is doing all this stuff, like yeah, it might not be super tight editing. Yeah, I mean, it was a fine, low-budget, independent film on just getting your friends together and and having some fun jokes go around. Goofing off. It could have been a little bit tighter, though. I have some critiques. <laughs> Everyone's a critic, right? I can't make a movie. <laughs> I, I do get bothered with movies, and I've seen, like, really, you know, big-budget Hollywood movies where they do this, too, um, where, like... The only reason we care about the protagonist is because they're the protagonist. Yes. Uh, like, but they, but like, they're a jerk to everybody the whole time. It's like, what, where's the, re where's like the redeeming qualities that like, I should ultimately care about this person. It's uh, like my second note on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why did she love him so much? And Right. Well, it's like his whole character arc was he's mean to everybody and then people tell him you know she really loves you and he's like okay i'll let her love me and that's his character arc like he doesn't <laughs> yeah uh this is a weird comparison but have you guys seen i forget the name of it but Haley steinfeld is a high school student and woody harrelson is like one of her teachers and oh that sounds like a terrible combination do they uh, fall in love in the end? No, no, no. It's not. He's just like the only person like who she can actually talk to. Um, mm -hmm. But she, but her character, she's the protagonist, but she's just mean to everyone. Like the whole movie. And then in the end, it all works out. For me. Like, I hate that. This movie is a serious offender. It's like the, the main character, you're right, has no redeemable qualities he's quick to anger he ignores his friends he's a terrible friend he's a he ignores the girl and he's a bad brother just he steals terrible. the sword 
steals yeah, the that's sword. That's unforgivable. Yeah, that, that is. Was, that was messed up. And that was a pretty epic sword too. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I'm gonna make. And one. then, and then, like within minutes, literally minutes, because he gets like, you know, uh, shunned or whatever, and then he goes home, and then he has a some turning point, and then minutes later, he's like a different person, and that that's not how people work. What was the turning point? He got stabbed with his toy or something like that? Well, he got he got kicked off his own city. He got stabbed with his toy. His, bro- his brother kicked him out. And then his best friend is joining the Marines. <laughs> or whatever. To get yeah. a sword. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> you worn that in, I guess. <laughs> I like, like the like the Christ figure metaphor by having his like toy sword stab him in the palm. Yeah. <laughs> that was random. It's like stigmata going on. I didn't so I didn't think of it that way. That's interesting. I liked how his roommate pours alcohol in his hand and then snaps a band-aid on wet alcohol. <laughs> the the only stuff in the bathroom was the stuff to treat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And instead of like take grabbing a tissue, it's the whole roll of toilet paper right on the hand. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Love it. Yeah, I liked him. Okay, I'm gonna go through my list. You ready? All right. You're ready. Um that's your okay, movie, by the way. So Yeah. Um and <laughs> this is my list of critiques. Actually, it's just all my favorite parts of the movie. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. I love the intro. It's just a fun, silly, just a fun intro. It sets the mood really well. I it was a it. Napoleon Dynamite type esque. Esque. Yeah. Um, Brian Leffler worked on those on Jared Hess's movies, so I think he's right? probably. I think he was trying to like imitate that. Yeah. Got that vibe. Um, the main character, no redeemable qualities. We talked about that. Uh, what's his face? Was a creepy old man, John Grace, whatever Shadowhawk. He made a really good creepy old man. Yeah, he was. Uh, Dessert mentioned a few times. You guys may have missed that, but that I only I only recognize that because of the backstory with Evermore, and I knew about that. I missed it um, anytime. I never heard Digisert. Uh What's her face works at Digisert and she's like, oh, you can get a job at Digisert or whatever. Um, he wears the logo of the the business towards the end, maybe at the interview, the second interview, I forget, but he wears it towards the end there. Anyways, just random stuff like that. Um, I'm just going to do, it's just quotable. One of like, half of this list is quotes. Um, here's one. When we melee together. It's like we've done so in a former life. <laughs> Love that. Uh, the whole dating online thing, but like not dating, on, like dating their characters that dating. Part. That's so gross. That was the so worst weird. computer graphics, and that was like <laughs> the worst game I've ever seen. Oh, man. I love how the, uh, the vampire bats or whatever only attack him when she's standing <laughs> uh-huh. right next to him. 
Well, this is like a general pet peeve for me. It happens in lots of movies, but when she's typing and talking out loud at the same time, yeah. it's like people don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you are what you pretend to be. Will is that a is that a true quote? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when when he gets when he gets. Uh, uh, he passes out from being uh, being all locked up or whatever. I can't even think of the word. Um, headlocked by yeah, yeah, by his brother, out. choked out. There you go. When he comes to and uh, Clancy's like, uh, <laughs> favorite part. Hey, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Love Clancy. Yeah, Clancy was a fun guy with his like ear. His ears that he'd wear, and then he would pretend to be a little cat up yeah. in the forest. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> um, uh, just just some quick pause. Does that happen, Will? Where, like, is it some? Even though you're all LARPing, is it sometimes hard to not judge some of the other LARPers for their character, or or is it a is it a safe space in that regard? Like, what if like, you're a half cat, I, half like, weird? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's a weird choice, dude. I mean, we're all weird up here and just having a fun time. But no, I, Kyle I over like... here is taking it to another level, and everyone <laughs> doesn't like Kyle. I feel like the level at which everyone acts is pretty normalized because of actors and because their story and quest. Like, we're not like creating, you know us unprofessionals are not creating this atmosphere it's created by evermore and so that helps but there are a few people that are just weird and they're going to be weird in real life too so i mean that's something but yeah nothing like people acting like cats (laughs) also because we're doing this every single week people stop acting otherworldly and they start acting like they do in real life anyway so it feels kind of just normal okay Just in costumes and with quests. Yeah, and it really just and... comes down to costume. Some people try to do accents. Uh-huh. But I mean, I don't. Uh, okay, the brother, which like feels like kind of short and like not that built, is like like acts as if he's like this oh, like hardcore MMA guy or whatever. His body proportions were comical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least they like they made him wear these clothes that looked like his like the the gym clothes or whatever. And he wasn't he wasn't ripped or built or anything, but he was just a tough guy. Yeah. I I liked it. I I just looked it up by the way. I recognize him from Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, huh? Just in one episode but it's a pretty significant scene. Mm. Um, there's the scene where where they're uh, smack, they're talking to to him in the in the house, and he's sitting on the on the floor or whatever, and he's got this giant trophy next to him, and he slowly turns the trophy. All right, <laughs> made me laugh every time. Um, Breakfast chicken. I love breakfast, breakfast chicken. chicken. I love the chalice. Is, I love the chalice and the goblet. The goblet. And then the thing that she poured it into. I love that whole thing. 
I'm like, I need a chalice like that. And if you look closely, everywhere in her house, every picture, there is a unicorn of some way, shape, or form. Whether it was the cupcakes or all the pictures, everything was unicorn themed. It was, it was lots and lots of unicorns in that scene. It's funny. Um, I love the music. It's just, it's playful and simple music. I liked it a lot. It was fun. Uh, Utopia for gamers. Will, would you, would you, for gamers, is that the right word that you would use for Evermore? No. I, I, I don't consider us gamers because, like, I don't, I never played WoW and even D&D, like, I only did it for a couple years before Evermore. It's, it's just a, it's a utopia for role players. Okay. It's not a game to us. It's, it's more of just like a, an interactive experience. Yeah. Um, where we are going, you don't need a mod. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I told you, it's just going to be a bunch of quotes. And you and Karen just loved quoting this and talking back and forth quotes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the scene, that scene where they he introduces them to the idea with the, the car with the tarp and stuff, I love. That's like my favorite scene ever with the, the hand tongue where they're like, heal me, heal me. <laughs> and, then, and then she gets sprayed with the water. And then like after the fact, that's acid. <laughs> and then she freaks out because it's suddenly acid. I love that scene. It's so fun. Uh, the centaur, he's great. He's my favorite. Yeah, the, his fun. entrance. And, it was so uh, gross when they were shaving his chest though. That was <laughs> gross and, and hilarious. Uh, let's see. The uh, 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock. <laughs> I love that. All right, sorry. <laughs> Gosh. That was a noble lie. 100 experience points. What um, about the belly dancing? Did you like that one, Mayor? Uh, that, was, that was tough. The, re the recorder, A, it's a recorder, so it's ridiculous. The recorder and was then, funny. Like, she wears her bra on top of her dress. My kids were really Because confused. that's sexy. <laughs> It was painful I, to watch. My kids painful. didn't know what to think on that one. <laughs> um, not, and then none of, the, none of the women get a lot. <laughs> like, like even the, what's her name, the, the main character. Like, but then that woman is like one of the other few women. It's pretty. It's brutal. Yeah, one it's of basically them lines. She just makes out with that one guy the whole time. Or like mm -hmm. kisses his ears, or just gross, gross. And then there's a belly dancer that like is in succubus. the kissing the succubus, yeah. In the kissing booth, kissing at the booth, very yeah. end. Well, and they prostitute her out for some fried rice packets. That's a little <laughs> yeah. problematic. Yeah. That was terrible. That was terrible. So yeah, there's like basically three female characters. I, well, I guess the officer as well. The officer. But the but the three female characters they were like. Going back to your text, what what is it called? The bruh, the Bechdel test. I mean, it it fails one hundred percent. Fails. Well, what's on the male test. female ratio on your weekend LARPing um, adventures? Pretty even. Is it really? Yeah, that's great. But 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 the the girls are only there to uh, to be 
you know, the physical character, you know, the physical, the, you know, on they're only there for the guys, right? Yeah. So you'd say like a big critique of this movie in real life comparison is the male-female roles and responsibilities are way off in this movie. As in like on your committee, there's like women making decisions and role-playing decisions and things like that. Well, sorry, say that again. Oh, I don't know. It's fine. No, no, go ahead. I'm just, this movie, like we were saying, the three women don't have any like significant parts or whatever, but you're saying it's about even split on your, on your LARPing getaways. Do a lot of the women have a say in like the, the game and what the quests are and are they on the committees and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it really is like an even split. Uh, in fact, our the the girl over uh, the council member over story is a girl, um, and the council member over guilds is a girl. Um, uh, hey, do you want to see some pictures of what we look like? Yes. 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 Okay. Here, I'll share my screen. <laughs> Uh, can you make me, uh, I don't know, give me power to share? On it. Done. Or something. Yeah. All right, this is, this is us. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of females in there. There are. Yeah. That's impressive. And there's like old people and young people. Yep. Yeah, all all ages. Uh, we have a bunch of high school. Yeah, we have kids of people, and then There's also kids. like high schoolers. Is but there a Luigi like... in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's got a Luigi hat on. And this <laughs> one's me right here. Yeah. Look at you, right in yeah. the center. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Oh, that's my pinata. Nice. <laughs> that's good. These oh, costumes wow. are almost better than... They are better than... The yeah, ones. they're better. What's better? That looks These so cold. Your oh, audio sucks, Anthony. Sorry. All of a sudden. <laughs> I'll go back. We're going to see Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good pinata. What was the the pinatas? Is that from something? No. Did Michelle go up? Did Michelle take these? No. Uh, this was some other girl took took these. Anyway. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a little peek into our our world. Yeah. <laughs> Face tattoo. I love it. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, I got sunburnt with the tattoo on. So it <laughs> stayed with me for a while. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Fun.
Um, so that that test or whatever the the Bechdel test. Bechdel test. It absolutely failed. Three main female characters. Only two of them talk to each other, and they're absolutely talking about Voss. The, yeah, Voss. Exactly. It, definitely failed that there's one other female character that we're forgetting and that's at uncle rico's play there's that white lady dressed up as a japanese person that was kind of problematic and he calls her his little sushi roll it's like i don't i don't think you can say that (laughs) yeah it didn't feel like this was made in 2012 or whenever it was i mean that it obviously is to show how creepy and gross he is uh-huh but even then it's like i don't know there were, yeah there were several moments like that where i was like this feels just weird but then i can kind of justify it because like okay i yeah like maybe the creepy old guy is like trying to give her a foot massage against her consent and it's really uncomfortable but i guess maybe that's in character my kids did not like that either yeah that was yeah. gross they're sensitive. <laughs> I did not like that either. I was sensitive. I was like, my chest hurt and I wanted to run out of the room. <laughs> um, I think there was at least two scenes where Voss kind of just like zones out and stares into the camera as the camera zooms in. <laughs> It's just corny, and then in the background you hear the characters trying to talk to her or whatever. I just thought that was funny. Um, character development. The the officer calling uh, Shadowhawk, you dirty old man. <laughs> I liked it when they were digging the trench, and I'm like, why are they digging that trench? And then I liked how it was called back later that he tripped over the, <laughs> the, the moat. Trench, the, the moat. <laughs> Like digging a moat and it's just like some hole in the ground. <laughs> um, hurting them. That no, that was funny. I liked that a lot. Um, that where where he calls the the horse the centaur, and then and then she jumps on the back of the centaur and they run off together and she does her holding out her arm thing as she tries to support herself. I thought that was ridiculous and funny. Yeah, there were some fun physical gags and every time Rhubarb was in, it was fun. Yes. Um, there's when the, uh, the SWAT team comes and storms the place, there's right before they cut to a different scene or a different uh, shot, they're, they're yelling at him, get down, get down, get down. There's this one scene that I love and it makes me laugh. Every, or there's one, somebody yells at the very end, get down, Peter Pan, or something like that. <laughs> it just makes my day every day. It's so good. Um, I liked it when the fake newscaster or news, news people show up and he pulls out like this VHS <laughs> camcorder that's up on his shoulder. <laughs> That's what I used when I was a kid to make movies, home movies. It was great. And the battery was completely dead. So we had to put an extension cord and plug it into like the adapter and that was plugged into the camcorder. So we couldn't go out into fields or whatever. We had to stay within the radius of whatever house because it had to be plugged into an extension cord. 
it brought me back to some good memories with that shoulder camcorder. I'm like, that's not a news camcorder. I'm like, that's right. These guys are fake. That's right. Um, oh, and then when Clancy was like, when Clancy was describing how they got suckered into getting into this van. <laughs> that was fun. He's like, <laughs> and they gave us candy and we're just <laughs> coming into the van. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Centaur, where he, where he has to fall over on his side. Oh, that was funny. That was good. Um, when they get, when they go to, in front of the judge, and he's like, can I be king? And then his answer was, yes, your majesty. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. That wasn't funny. Uh, cradle it, <laughs> like a baby. Sorry, I'm just, I'm swear I just <laughs> they're not good. Man. It's all quotes. <laughs> it's I love not it. Good. I love it. Should we watch uh, Troll Two for one of these? Yes, <laughs> we should absolutely watch Troll Two. No, uh, I can quote the, that one. The succubus was gross. Yeah, uh, they did the pony rides, and the centaur was one of the ponies. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, one-dimensional females. I thought that was frustrating in in hindsight now that i'm older um uh he joins the marines did you guys stick around for the the the, the mid mid credits or whatever I saw he it, actually yeah. joins the marines which is ridiculous um oh they made that rap the <laughs> the, the like the lyrics to the rap was like had was the movie like it was talking about unicorn city and stuff i thought that was funny oh was that the end credits yeah um i just thought it was a fun <laughs> silly not do not overthink movie and that's and i picked a terrible do not overthink movie for a thing that we actively try to think about so there's that yeah i could have there's a lot of suggestions that I could have to make the movie better, like making the main character likable and yeah. um, having like an actual, I don't know, character development. I don't know, but it, I mean, it was fun. And I'm glad Bill has some like real insight into it. This was, this was real fun. Hey, if you guys are ever in town, I'll, I'll take you LARPing. <laughs> you gotta know what your character is first. Oh. Nope. nope. <laughs> I'm in a hard pass right now. <laughs> My stomach just feels. Mm -mm. No, I wouldn't be comfortable. I was in a play, though. So that's something. It's the same thing. <laughs> kind of. I didn't have any speaking lines, though. Oh, I had two. Never mind, I did. Oh yeah, um, I don't remember. <laughs> it was something about prisoners escaping or something, and then the other one was uh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> it's been it's been five years. Uh, the only play thing that I was in was in like 
junior high, maybe, maybe sixth grade. I don't remember. And it's but, from Q Hall. But oh, I'm free. That one. I'm free. But like, the, I wasn't YouTube, good enough. Isn't it? I think so. I think it's on YouTube. I know Will's Fall, Danielle's version is on YouTube. <laughs> I wasn't good enough to be in the play, but I was in the, I was a gesture. Uh, and we do silly things in between while they like lowered the curtain and like cleared. Oh, wow. Cleared the space. And I was yeah. one of those guys for some reason. I don't know. I hated it. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. <laughs> Oh man, so Will, like, are you in character the whole time or do you like have a break of character and then you're talking like real life with all these other people when they're out of character or is it pretty much you are your character and your character is you up there and it's just like you're up there? Yeah, I think, and I think at Evermore I was, I was pretty much myself except maybe a little more confident, a little more um, social. Um, but at these latest events that we've been doing on our own, it's just all logistics and management. So I'm not really playing at all. So yeah, it's kind of lost its magic. I think I'm going to stop being the chairperson because it's kind of lame. I want to play. I want to play. So your friendships that you have with people up there and then you see them outside of the game would you talk about other like i mean i'm just like wondering what the dynamics is like it's is a strictly friendship with your characters between characters and then outside of it you don't really have anything to say or you have relationships outside of the game with uh i guess i'll call them fans with other fans it's it's exactly the same like after the event we go to we went out to eat, got some pizza, and we just continue where we left off. And it's it's pretty because we're not scripted, we're not really acting, and, and so it's it's just the continuation of our friendship. With the actors, completely different. Uh huh. With the actors, do the actors go out to eat with you guys too? And like, sometimes, not in character? yeah, sometimes they do, and it's really weird because they are completely different. They don't. They want to like turn it off. I imagine, right? And you yeah. want to stay in the zone. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Mm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's hard to think about, like, because they don't choose to be there. They're, I mean, they're actors. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I've chosen my character, and it's a character I like, and so I'm going to continue playing him. I mean, it's just me, really. But they are given a role and a script and. And so, yeah, and, and they're changing characters like every other season. So, so yeah, it's not them. So when you say you have like a story committee is, and like a, people are writing scripts and developing the story and, and things like that? Yeah. Yeah, like world building, creating like, well, how does magic work? And, and what do the guilds look like? And wh what kind of conflicts are we going to give people? And give, what quests are we going to give them? that all of that plays into like a bigger a bigger story sounds too complicated <laughs> yeah. just managing these people and managing the stories i can see how it's not very fun to go but it's like it's fun but it's work if you're it is a chairman work. yeah and you're like in charge of these 
committees or have to oversee everything or something. I don't know. I mean, it's different when you're when you're playing D and D and you have like a DM that's narrating the story and creating everything. That's like manageable, and it's kind of fun to play the DM and and come up with those kind of details and uh-huh. and everything. But, but on you, this scale, can... it's too much. You rotate out too, right? Like you're usually not always the DM. Um, you, I, you could be the same. You could have the same DM for months. Like um, with Wes, you know, Wes, I was DMing for them for almost a year. We'd do it every week. That's so, like um, once a week, as opposed to like every day or every. I don't know how often is Evermore open. Well, when it was open, it was at least two times a week sometimes it would be like at the end of the halloween season it was like every day um but yeah twice a week and i'd only go once a week wow 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 that's crazy and fun and it's a whole world that i didn't know existed and it's more complicated than the movie it is so yeah, like when she was flipping through her notebook and they had drawings of the people and the character descriptions, do you have like a, a character card that has your like abilities and your and whatever like a drawing of you or is that just we talked about having like a wiki. Uh-huh. But no. Because uh, I mean that's like a direct carryover of like D D where like yeah. you have you your have a powers, sheet. your character sheet, your background, but then you also have like your plus five strength or whatever, you know, like, is that a thing in Evermore? That's, that's another difference because it's a, it, because it's a production that has to facilitate so many guests, you can't have special powers and you can't have like, you can't have any special abilities really because there's so many guests that need to have like a consistent experience. Um, everyone is just kind of, there and if you can affect the story it's going to be by talking to people which is another reason that we kind of just act like ourselves because obviously we can't fly we can't shoot fireballs or or do anything like that because it's too real can't bring like some roman candles (laughs) yeah fish in line will i was going to ask are there places like evermore in other states like uh the closest you can get is like like the texas renaissance renaissance fair is pretty good but it's not like a curated story it's just everyone's immersed um i think there's a an attraction in at disneyland there's like a star wars thing where you can kind of like participate with the actors but no nothing like this it's pretty unique I went to and the Renaissance dying. Fair in Ogden in 2014, and there yeah. were mermaids and stuff. Nice. It was At a Renaissance Fair. Yeah, it was a it was a really big Renaissance Fair actually. <laughs> they had swimming pools and mermaids swimming around, and they had like a joust. It was a real thing. It was a real production. It was hot, and I had allergies. Uh, the the utah renaissance fair is kind of thinking of filling the void that evermore left 
uh, they're trying to get a permanent location and they're going to have story and actors as well. So there might be something coming up. Interesting. There's a big Highland Games in Las Vegas with all the kilt wearing and they have a bunch of Scottish and Irish bands play and um, booths and everyone's dressed up and carries like swords around and but then there's also a Ren Fair that that's really big as well. I had to, haven't been to the Renaissance Fair. I just went to the Highland Games because it was close by. Sounds cool. There's a girl that I knew in college that was telling me a story. She's like the sweetest, nicest person I've ever met. She was telling me a story about a guy that took her on a first date to go LARPing. And she was just like, I, I think a lot of people would be like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, why would, and she was trying like so hard to like embrace it and enjoy it and like understand this guy and just did not get it. That's the oh. whole story. I just thought it was really funny to think that it's a good idea to take someone on LARPing on a first date, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a third date. Yeah, I mean, you got to seal the deal. <laughs> and th this is like way before like Evermore or anything. This is just like him with his like D&D &D buddies going out in the woods. Yeah, and LARPing. Uh, that would make a hard date because all they're really doing is sword fighting like the whole time yeah that because yeah there is a clarification there with wills larping versus traditional larping it is traditional larping is Very just different. a bunch think, of guys with the, foam uh, swords whacking each other in the oh, you got the, uh, the, the chain mail couple in the morris center when we were freshmen you guys <laughs> remember those guys They'd be, they'd be sitting and making chain mail together. I don't, I don't remember that. that. I remember there was a guy that wore a cloak all the time. Yeah, yeah, it was the, the same guy. What was it called? Like the... Yeah, what was the club? The sword and the quill oh, or yeah, something yeah. like that? Uh huh. They'd meet out in the grassy place next to the Wilk in between the Wilk yeah. and the, the library, Harris yeah. Fine Arts, or the Harris Fine Arts Center just in that grassy place. Yeah. And they'd like sword fight. But yeah. And then Pioneer Park was always hopping with people with foam swords. And I used to laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> so when did, when was the turning point, Will? Like, so freshman year, you look at him like, that's, that's kind of weird to do. Well, the turning point was um, working with developers and getting introduced to D&D. Okay. Uh, and that was the gateway drug. For me um so how did, you didn't play D, D in high school or anything you know recently within the last like three years five okay. years yeah okay 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 was pit plum <laughs> born in D, D? he was how when did he first leave the pages of D, D and get into real life well the name Pit Plum was a character in D&D, but he was completely different than this Pit Plum. So the first time I went to Evermore, I just stole the name. And that's that's when he was born. Okay. But Evermore was like the start of your LARPing experience. Like before that, there was no LARPing for you? No, no, not at all. So the first time I went to Evermore, I didn't know what to expect. I dressed up as a pirate because it was Halloween time and every Halloween I dress up. Well, no, the last couple of years before Evermore, I dressed up like a pirate. So I had the costume. I go in and these fairies come up to me. I didn't know what to expect, right? These fairies come up to me 
and they say, what's your name? And like, I was totally blindsided. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm supposed to like have a name. And they asked me where I was from. And I had to like come up with this stuff on the spot. Fortunately, because of D&D, I like had a name already, even though it was a different character and I had a place. Um, but that like opened my eyes. Like, just Where's Pitpon from? Uh, now he's from a place called Lanetu. It's uh, an ocean world. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, just like having the actors reach out to you, it, it's like a, like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like, you don't get an experience like that anywhere else. That sounds so uncomfortable. It, it is at first, it, it for sure is. But like, I come back a second time and they remembered my name and like, they, they wanted to involve me in the story. It was, it was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> oh, man, this is great, Will. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying thinking about this different world that I don't know anything about. That's pretty crazy. What's weird is there's, there's so many, like, weird little niches that, like, I don't know anything about, you know? Hey, like, and just get stitches. There you go. And they're just like all in. And I don't know anything about what they're all in. It's just a just so many different worlds people live in. It's yeah, yeah I mean, that could go for any major interest, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was never in like the World of Warcraft craft people, those the real gamers that have like like uh, their avatars and get like relationships through with other characters and whatever and it's just all through a game i don't under, i don't relate i guess I, my kids I do that all the time so like kids they play minecraft and roblox like those are the only games kids care about these days and roblox is like anybody can go in and make their own game within roblox and a lot of them are role plays or like all your characters are dragons and you like name your dragon and like talk to people in the chat and sure there's like fighting and stuff but it's i mean they're role plays and a lot of times they'll be like fan fiction kind of stuff so yeah that's that's why i thought my kids might like it because they're kind of into this stuff from that angle but um what was baby's takeaway from the movie so um that's the one note that i have that i think is still worth talking about is i had everybody rate it from one to ten Carrie gave it a two or a three <laughs> and Phoebe, Phoebe, who was the first to rate it. So this wasn't colored by Carrie's rating. She gave it a three and Peter <laughs> gave it a zero because he kept getting scared. <laughs> so it wasn't a big hit, but like, well, if you watched the whole thing, there were parts. I mean, I would, I don't know. Like I wouldn't watch it again. I didn't love it, but like, there were things I liked about it. So like, I'd give it like a four or a five, maybe like I didn't, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't really for me either. This was my second time and I definitely liked it less the second time, but the first time was like eight years ago. So things have changed. Yeah. I think I would have liked it a lot more when it came out. Mm -hmm. Anthony got any thoughts? What'd you rate it? Even how I think about movies. It's just like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Like people work hard on it. Like I don't want to just give it a, 
exaggerating just because it's not making yeah i had a love it or hate it facebook group where i'd watch movies and either love it or hate it and it was decisive <laughs> like some people disagreed with my loving or hating <laughs> i remember jupiter ascending i loved it because i couldn't That's hate a it take. Like, well it was either choose you hate it or you love it. <laughs> That's a strong take to say you love Jupiter's. You got to be a big. What was it? There will be blood. Hated it. Oh, I love there will be blood. We're fighting now. <laughs> These are some strong takes, Chad. <laughs> uh, oh man! All right, is that it? We got the yep. movie wrapped up. Any love it. Final thoughts. Love it. It's a stupid movie, but I enjoy it thoroughly. Well, exactly. That's it. part of the reason why I don't want to like say that I don't. I don't just want to be like, "Oh, this is terrible," because it's like brings people genuine and enjoyment. And it's not. They're not trying to be cerebral or and try to like win over critics. It's just to have fun. Like they, well, they, they did to, what they set out to do. Cerebral to be entertaining, like. I'm like Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorite movies, but I don't think that's like some like mind bender. Yeah. Oh, no, did you guys watch the finale of WandaVision? Nope. Yep. Don't ruin it. I loved it. I love it so much. I went back and rewatched a bunch of the MCU movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't normally rewatch a lot of movies, but I was kind of like sad that WandaVision was over so I had to go back yeah I've only seen Age of Ultron once and I think I should go back and watch it since I I don't know a lot of details from that one watching them all like back to back like when you see them over the course of several years they don't it's just like oh yeah they kind of interrelate but when you watch them all together, it feels like a continuous story. Oh, what up? I watched Romeo plus Juliet for uh, the, the Paul Rudd scenes, and Paul Rudd did great. But Leonardo DiCaprio has a horrible American accent and wasn't a good actor. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not sure what happened between What's Eating Gilbert Great when he was really good. And then this one when he was just really bad, but he was a heartthrob, so. Had a horrible American? He is American. Yeah, he is but, American. But it didn't, it was like extra American. Well, I guess when you're speaking Shakespearean prose in a really like strong American accent and it just wasn't, that didn't sound good. <laughs> it didn't sound good at all. I'm like, oh, that's jarring. How he's talking. <laughs> All right, that's it. Anthony, is Anthony up? No, Sean's up. I just went last month. It's me. I think it's it's Anthony. Anthony, what's it gonna be? Um, what what English? What English writer are we gonna we gonna no, watch a movie about this I'm time? Not, if there were a good one, I might. <laughs> well, should we all go around and guess what you're gonna pick, and then you can <laughs> if, you, if you want to. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna guess Cool Runnings. Sean, not prepared for this. I don't know. 
I have no idea. If you're not gonna just name a movie randomly, um, first movie that comes to your mind. Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Well, anyone really bad movie. No. <laughs> well, you got a movie. Just name one. I have no idea. Congo. Congo. Anaconda. <laughs> Anaconda. That's a good. <laughs> Jason. Uh, he's gonna do an encore of Unicorn City. Oh, Unicorn City, dose. <laughs> what is it, Anthony? Um, I. It's on Prime, and it was produced by Amazon, so it will stay on Prime. Uh, the Farewell. Oh, fun. I haven't seen it yet. I wanted to see it when it came out, and I just haven't made the time to see it. So. But you're having us watch a movie that you haven't watched yet? I did that with Knives that? Out. You did? I didn't see Knives Out when I picked it. Mm. The Farewell is 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Is that the uh, girl from Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, Aquafina. Aquafina, yeah, she is. And she's the voice in the new Disney movie that, of the dragon. That oh, okay, yeah. And then she's in um, Jumanji. Oh, she's eight the, the Jumanji. new Jumanji one. Next Aquafina. Level. That's a fun name. Yes, she was a musician first, and then. I think she was the only good part of Crazy Rich Asians. Her and uh, what's his name, Ken. Uh, the Her dad, guy. right? Ken. What's his last name? Chang from Community, <laughs> Senor Chang. Ken <laughs> Jong, right? Oh, yeah. Jong. <laughs> That's right. Cool. We'll watch it. Let's look at a calendar. <laughs> Jason has to watch a foreign film. Is it a foreign film? Uh, it's in English and Mandarin, but is it sad? It's probably sad. Am I yeah. going to feel feelings? I read the synopsis and you cannot feel feelings since you have a heart of stone. <laughs> I want to feel feelings. There's been a lot of feelings felt lately. Yeah, I'm not going to read anything about it. I'm going to go in cold, and it's going to be great. Can we do the second Saturday again next month? April 10th. It would be easier for me if we did. That sounds good to me. I got my second shot on April 8th. Oh, so I'm probably this... misspeaking. Actually, can we do the third Saturday? The seventh or the seventeenth? Yeah, that's just as good to me. <laughs> I got nothing else going on these days. I don't think anybody's going anywhere. <laughs> Since my in-laws have their vaccines, where they just built a new house outside of Lake Tahoe area, and we're going out that direction. Nice. Sounds good. All right. Um, anything else? Should we close it out? You reading anything this month, Jan? Oh, I'm reading some Jean Le Carre. I'm reading, um, what's it called? 
forgot the name of it. It's uh, the little drummer girl. Is what it's called. Have you then, guys ever heard of the yeah. Tournament of Books? It's kind of fun. It's going on right now. So it started out, I think it's been like 15 years or something, but it started out as like sort of a parody of March Madness where they would have a like sports-like bracket of books that came out in the last year and put them against each other. Uh -huh. So it's a little bit silly, but it's really fun because it's like you'll get some like 150 page genre fiction against like some 600 page book that was nominated for the Booker Prize or something. And it's like, you have to justify like, why is this one better than that one? Unfortunately, I've only read half of one of the books that's on the list this year, but last year I read a whole bunch. So it's a fun one and it's good to like keep up with it. If you read a lot of current fiction, I'm going to try again next year to, to read more of them. But usually it's just the kind of thing where you really like a book and you want it to win. And then somebody like just throws it away because whatever it didn't work for them and then it loses so it's a really good way to get mad at other people's judgments <laughs> so. that's what this is for right huh? <laughs> turn them into books i like it no i haven't been reading much i usually am too tired when i i can only read at night or I usually read at night until my eyes get too tired, but lately I've just been going right to sleep without even opening a book. It's been great. And because it's been cold and dark, and it should be summer because it's March in Las Vegas, but it like snowed yesterday. It's weird, weird stuff. <laughs> Oh, Sean, aren't, did you have any uh, crazy weather for you, for uh, Texas? Yeah, I mean, it was cold, but I like the cold. <laughs> I miss the cold. So, no, it was, I mean, it was obviously we, the state isn't very well prepared for it, and that was the real problem. But um, for us, we lost power for like 18 hours. So it was long enough for our house to get kind of cold, but it wasn't that big of a problem it was actually kind of nice because i had a really good excuse to not work that day just sleep in um but the big thing for us was we just didn't have water our, our water cut off for a little while but most of the time it was just a tiny little trickle so we had to like fill up buckets in the bathtub to be able to flush the toilet and stuff like that so it was inconvenient but it really didn't affect us too bad we didn't have any burst pipes or anything like that so we got That's off good. easy Crazy. All right. No other book suggestions, Mayor? You're not reading anything? No, I'm finally watching uh, Shit's Creek and I'm loving it. I'm it's over so cringe like, comedy. I can't do it. It's it. not, though. The first season is a cringe comedy and then it's just the most like heartfelt show. Like, it is so heartfelt for this season. Such a good, such a good show. I am watching the the British Baking Show, though, season five. The British, the Great British Bake Off. My wife loves with, that with Paul Hollywood, and I get excited when contestants get a, a handshake. Like, yes, they got a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. 
Uh, the best part about that show is there's no prize. They get a little, they get a trophy that says really? like the champion or whatever. And it's like a cake stand, a glass cake stand trophy. No money, oh. Oh. no, like nothing. Sometimes the winner gets like a spinoff baking show if they're like really popular. Like I think there's been two consistents out of like 15 years that have like, but it's just, you go there and you bake against other people and it's super competitive and there's nothing on the line. <laughs> That's funny. I thought there was more to it. No, that's what's great about it. Yay, you won. Here you go. <laughs> A cake stand. A cake stand. <laughs> All right. I move that we adjourn this meeting. Anybody second? Second. Second. All right, that's it. Mary, you want to like, um, I don't know, however you send me large files. Uh, I'm recording it to the cloud. I don't know what that'll do. So, I don't see. know. As long as I can download it from somewhere, we'll see. If there's a Dropbox or something, wherever you save it, share it with me, and then I'll I'll put it over to Anchor. You gonna do like a photo or something? I already did. It was covert. Oh dang it! Uh, let me look and see if it looks good. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, Mayor. This is good. Here, um, I'll share the screen so you guys can see it. You know what I'm excited for, guys? Spring. I'm excited. I'm like, uh, my garden. I'm getting my garden ready. I'm so excited. Even your garden. Sure. <laughs> um, it's been spring since like January. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. But I'm just ready for summer. I'm excited to buy new furniture with my stimulus checks. Oh yeah, I just maxed out my four on my uh, Roth IRA for me and Rachel with those. I got my that tax a, return. You know a, I got five kids, right? That's like ten grand. Fun. I know. <laughs> I, I have four kids. Oh, that's right. Anthony knows. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. What do you think? <laughs> do you want to retake it, or is everyone good with this picture? No, I kind of like the different looks from everybody. <laughs> You're smiling because you know it's happening. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm smiling and looking at the screen. <laughs> All right. It's it's keeping. That's that's the picture. Because how many people are look at it? Just yeah. us. How many people will listen to it? Less than just us. <laughs> I think the last episode was like two listens or something like that. Oh, but yeah. I ran into Dan Clark at a home school meeting with like everyone. Like, are you Dan Clark? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm Chad. Chad? <laughs> this is a blast from the past. He's doing good. That's fun. Jared just moved next to you guys in Utah. So you need to really magic. He's moving, he's moving to Harriman. I'm going to. No, I think he's already there. Him. Yeah. Is he? I think yeah, so. on Facebook he was at least moved, maybe. I don't know. Got on bug him. With them. Maybe we'll go LARPing with him, Will. <laughs> Should go go-kart racing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come up, have a sleepover at Mayor's. And then post COVID. Post COVID. And we can um, go go-kart racing at this at the multi-story go-kart track. Hey, that sounds amazing. Please. Yeah, please invite me. I will do that. 
Our stimulus checks. I like inviting myself to sleepovers at Mayor's house. <laughs> I've done it a couple times. Yeah. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. But not since you had funny. a baby. I haven't even met your baby. No? He's not a baby uh, anymore. He's something. He's All right, good. that's it. See you guys. Bye. Bye. See ya.